0: Back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres. It's the Midwest Premier John Deere Dieter and Supplier of the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more acres solutions for every field. Greg Sharp back with you on a Tuesday night of Sports Island here on the Huskers radio network. Well, it's been the most asked question in the state of Nebraska for the last 72 hours. Who's going to be in the booth on Saturday night? We're ready to answer that question. And it's our good friend Damon Benning, former Husker, been up in Omaha for the last couple of, uh, well, probably a couple of decades. Damon, I'm excited about this. How are you doing?
1: I am. I'm I'm really excited. I love the opportunity. You've been such a good professional and ambassador on the network. I am I am totally pumped to be able to to work with you and finally get to be you know, kinda of root for the home team for once. all right It's a it's a different kind of broadcast than I'm used to, but uh I'm looking forward to learning from you, and I'm excited to represent the state.
0: You know, Damon, there's always something special about being able to call games for your alma mater, right? I mean, this place has to have meant so much to you in your life. You played here. You grew up here rooting for the end. That's got to make this extra special for you.
1: Yeah, there's no question. Uh I love Nebraska. It's uh sometimes I debate with my family who comes first, but you know, ultimately I think begrudgingly I wind up on family, but it's close. <laughs> and so, you know, anytime you get a chance to represent uh your alma mater, uh the end on the helmet, so many people that <clears throat> that I am uh just just proud to be able to work with yourself. Trev Alberts, you know, represent Coach Joseph, this football team, the university as a whole. It is a, it is a very big deal.
0: Well, I want to take people back a little bit to your youth before you became a Cornhusker. Take me back through the recruiting process, which coaches were dealing with you, and then talk about the guys that you played for when you were here at Nebraska. Obviously, Coach Osborne would have been at the top of that list.
1: Yeah, he was. So, you know, the primary recruiter was Dan Young, and uh, the late great dan young and 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 coach solich and and i remember you know i was one of those guys i was pretty hard-headed greg i know you got a hard time believing that just kidding but uh, <laughs> you know i held out I, w- I wanted to play baseball i was i was a baseball guy and uh i remember when when coach osborne first made the offer we'd just gotten done losing to creighton prep we were both undefeated at the time we were 4-0 they were 4-0 uh, they went on to make a run at a state championship. I think we finished five and four that year. So uh, just getting into the meat of our schedule. And, and you know, it was a really, it was a big time class. You didn't really know it at the time, but that was that 1992 class had, you know, uh, Tommy Frazier, Mike Minner, uh Jeff Ogard, Chris Dishman, uh, John Hess. I mean, it was a, uh, it was a star studded class and just to be a part of something like that that you don't even really realize uh real time was a big deal and i remember the funny thing about it greg is uh-huh you know i was holding out baseballs in the spring football is in the fall obviously and it got to be around december and coach osborne reminding me that the scholarship class was filling up and uh, they felt like they had a pretty good class coming in and uh, that i needed to to kind of hurry this thing along and uh you know i was talking to, to iowa state at the time colorado illinois was the only other place that i had taken a visit to up to that point had been to champagne and um you know when i said yes i was i was a little half-hearted not because it was nebraska i grew up a nebraska fan always wanting to go to nebraska but because i wanted to see what was happening with baseball and i and i remember i got drafted out of high school um and I remember talking to my dad, who was the, the primary reason uh, that I'm even a Husker fan, uh, taking me to games as a kid, as a season ticket holder. And he would have celebrated his 86th birthday yesterday, and so uh, it was very emotional to, to to get you know the deal done and and to get everything moving forward with broadcast because I know he would be proud. But I say all that to say the other good decision he made was he wanted me to honor my my football scholarship. And didn't want me, uh, you know, stuck on a bus, you know, the, the $2,500 signing bonus at the time <laughs> seemed like enough to buy my mom's central, but not enough to ensure any sort of future. And so uh, per usual, he was right. And, uh, and the rest is history.
0: Getting busy with Damon Benning. He will be in the booth with us on Saturday night in West Lafayette as the Oscars battle Purdue. Damon, so many of us learn so much while we're in college. We grow up so much as men, uh, women on the female side of things. And so the coaches that you spend the most time with usually teach you a lot of life lessons. Did you get some of that from Frank Solich? What did he mean to you?
1: I, I did. He was, uh, I think, without question, um, the the coach that I was the closest to. You know, I I really grew fond and very appreciative of Coach Osborne. And that relationship took a little more time because I spent a lot more time with Coach Solich. And Coach Solich was um, just the reverence that I have for him. Um, It's a lot of tough love, but I knew he loved. And I knew that he wanted the best for us uh, as a unit. He had a very competitive, tough group. Um, you know, myself, Lawrence, Clint Childs, you know, Amon came the following year. I came in the same year as a guy, Marvin Sims, who was, uh, from Apple Valley at Parade All America. Uh, we eventually recruited, you know, D'Angelo Evans. I mean, just the standard that he set in terms of being competitive, um, and how to attack life. You know, I remember I would never been kicked out of a drill before and, and um, he forcefully removed me from a drill and, and and told me that he had my best interest at heart because uh, if I was going to practice like that, I was only going to lead to getting myself hurt. So, <laughs> you know, he just had, he just had a way with words. And uh, to this day, somebody that I have a tremendous amount of reverence and, and respect for. And, you know, my first couple of years where I had Coach Samuel and Coach Steele on the defensive side kind of investing in me because they were so heavily involved in special teams, which is kind of how I had to make a living, you know, a couple of years, you know, battling through, um, you know, trying to become a starter, just just a handful of the guys that, that, that played a real integral role. And, you know, I'd be remiss not to mention Chris Bubach, who wasn't on the official football staff, but was part of the FCA group that really kind of invested in me after I got off to a little bit of a rocky start my first couple of years on campus. So... A lot of fond memories of, of folks that have uh, invested in, for some, still continue to invest in me to this day.
0: Well, Damon, let, let's fast forward to the present. This has obviously been an interesting season for the, for the Huskers, and, and Mickey Joseph now has the reins of this program. What have you seen? A- and, and just a, a little bit of snapshot of your thoughts about Coach Joseph.
1: Yeah, I, you know, he's a guy that uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect for. Uh, we're out, we're very good friends uh, off the field, so that's helped. He's recruited a couple of my guys out of high school. He he coached at a high school that I that I came from, coaching in Omaha North. Uh, so very familiar with him there, and you know, he's obviously played an integral role in in recruiting uh, some folks in my household. So. Um, I, the, the one, the couple of things that I like about coach Joseph for number one, clarity of message. He is, he is very forthcoming in what his expectation levels are and what he wants from you. And I think the kids embrace that deep down, we all want to be led. Uh, and I think that's all of us, regardless of what our jobs want. We want clarity of message and direction. And he is very good at that. And the other thing, Greg, is he's so competitive. You know, he's never been the favorite. He's always been the underdog, even coming out of Marrero. You know, he was either too small or going to have to move positions. Uh, He's coached on so many different levels with so many different kinds of athletes that he's never been given anything. And I think it's his competitiveness that he's kind of instilled in these guys to just fight. It's it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies, but, man, does he love to compete? And I think he's done a really good job instilling some much-needed confidence in this football team.
0: Very good. Well, Damon, I'm excited. Can't wait to, to be up in the booth with you Saturday night and uh, looking forward to talking more football with you. Damon, folks, will be on Husker game day with Ben starting at 2.30 Saturday afternoon. They'll get into a, a lot of nuts and bolts talk. But, Damon, so excited and happy for you. Looking forward to seeing you later in the week.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an honor and a, and a privilege. I'm, I'm excited to get a chance to work with you, a voice that I've listened to for a long time, and, and I can't wait.
0: There he is, folks, Damon Benny. He'll be in the booth with me for on Saturday and for the rest of this football season. Excited for that uh, new voice to be joining our network broadcast.